got something a little bit different for you in this episode. I have got a guest who is the lovely Neela Prabhu from Homeopathic Harmony and I've wanted to get Neela on the podcast for quite a while now to talk to you about the ways in which homeopathy and back flower remedies can affect certain aspects of your self-belief because I think it's really cool to look at all of the things that we can do to help us believe in ourselves more and these two therapies are extremely interesting and we talk a lot about them so listen and let me know what you think you can join in the conversation in self-belief house my telegram community or if you like the episode please do rate it and leave a review or share it with a friend if you think you know someone who would benefit enjoy Okay, so today on the podcast, I have Neela here, Neela Prabhu from Homeopathic Harmony. Welcome, Neela. Um, Neela is a licensed, qualified homeopath, but what I think, one of the one of the things that I think makes her special is that she also has nearly 20 years experience as a community pharmacist, and she is now helping busy working parents to optimize their family's health with homeopathy, and she's also a Bach level two flower uh, back flower level two practitioner while I spit my words out but before we go any further can you just tell me how do you pronounce back is it batch or bach or bach because I've heard it all different ways yeah I pronounce it as back flower um yeah some people do say batch um but dr back was he was a british doctor um kind of around the time of the first world war so sort of 1913 and all of the remedies um bar two so there's 38 of them they use um english plants and flowers okay yeah okay all right thanks so we got got that out the way um one of the reasons that i really wanted you to come on the podcast is because hopefully by now many people are familiar with homeopathy and how powerful it is to be to treat physical health issues but it can also be used to affect personality traits and m- mental well-being. Is that is that right? Yeah, and I think, well, in the UK, ninety-eight percent of people don't know what homeopathy is. Let alone. Oh, homeopathy. okay. <laughs> so yeah, um, comparing that to its number one system of medicine in India, right? Um, you know, if you ask them what homeopathy is, they'd look at you strangely as if you'd ask them what is massage. You know, it, mm. it's so universally used over there um but yes it can be used for for mental health um as well so you know I had a look in um our dictionary uh, which is called a repertory which has chapters so you've got a chapter for legs you've got a chapter for your nose you've got you know all of those things where you can look up things and there is obviously a mind chapter so one of the things you you know, obviously deal with is sort of, you know, assertiveness and confidence and setting boundaries. So we would look that up in, in the mind chapter as mind, mind, mild, yielding, submissive or timid. And mm-hmm. when you think about those words, they kind of are, you know, the opposite of someone who is assertive and confident and yeah. that sort of thing, or who may have, you know, not brilliant boundaries or not even have set any boundaries. And so the remedies that came up for that um are were lycopodium cark pulsatilla staphysagria and silica um 
all of those would work well but homeopathy is individualized so if you know i'm treating someone for a chronic condition which of which this would be um i wouldn't necessarily go oh well you've got to have one of those it would be according to that individual okay so um because you know the, the work i do mm-hmm. is so different to homeopathy but i love the fact that there are many things we can do to help us with our assertiveness our confidence and mm. setting boundaries mm. okay so and what about the back flower remedies would you say that they could help someone who was looking for help with assertiveness setting boundaries and saying no yeah, absolutely. The backflower remedies are purely for emotional issues, whereas okay. deals with well, all of the remedies have a mental, emotional and a physical picture. So sometimes I will use just most of the time I'll use just homeopathy. Sometimes I will use just the backflower remedies, but often I will combine them. And mm-hmm. that's the beauty that you have another tool to combine. So I have got some listed here um, that I think are relevant and mm-hmm. Dr. Back designed these for people to use themselves. He wanted it to be a very simple system that anybody could go and access. So you don't need my help or a practitioner's help to go and access these. Um, The problem is that most people have only heard of rescue remedy. They haven't heard of the other 38 that are out there. So century is one of them. And that the picture for that is sort of your classic people pleaser. They can be a little bit of a doormat. You know, people Mm -hmm. walk all over them. They find it hard to say no, um, and they're very easily imposed upon. Okay, so century is is sort of my number one for that. Okay. The second one is larch. Larch is, I quite often call it the sports person's remedy. So they doubt themselves. It's sort of self-doubt. They don't even try because they think they're going to fail. You know, I'm not going to do that long jump. Well, I'm not going to be any good. If they do actually attempt it, whatever they're doing, whether it's a work project or a sports thing, they actually do it. So okay. it's that self-doubt that stops them from, from doing it. Serato is also for self-doubt, but this is more, um, they doubt their own decisions. Okay. So um, they they will ask everybody else, you know, they'll ask their mum, they'll ask their sister, they'll ask the postman, what do you think I should do? Instead of deep down, they actually know what they should be doing, but they they doubt their own judgment. So it's a slightly different self-doubt. Mm. Um, walnut is one of my favourites. Walnut has two properties. Um, one is for big changes. So if someone is going through big change, so a divorce, you know, retirement, even children, if they're, you know, starting a big school, you know, this sort of thing is brilliant for those kind of big changes. Mm-hmm. If you imagine a walnut, if you've got the nut and then the shell on the outside, and there's a space between the nut and the shell, walnut provides an, what I call an emotional buffer zone. It doesn't numb you out, but it just gives you a bit of space and protection. So I often use it either for myself, because obviously I'm dealing with lots of different clients, Um also, if people are quite sensitive to what other people are saying, it just gives them that protection, just like the nut is protected in the shell. Okay. Um, and I've got two more. <laughs> um, pine is for inappropriate guilt. So this is where the guilt is not always our fault. And yet the person still thinks, oh, my God, but it, it must be my fault. Yeah, yeah. I'm feeling really guilty about this. And someone else, why are you feeling guilt? It's not your fault. But they do. They still feel guilty. And pine is is the one for that. And the last one is wild rose. 
wild rose is for apathy and resignation so someone has kind of given up they're like oh, well you know kind of resigned to my situation whether that is ill health or mm-hmm. you know in their own mind that they feel they can't do anything about their situation and they're like well I'll just have to accept it and that's that mm-hmm. so yeah that's really cool because lots of those things that you've said mm. I see all the time with my clients yeah the inappropriate guilt and doubting yourself and asking everybody else before making decisions um so would would someone just like where would you get them from how would well, you so, just yeah, kind of they're, choose they're all available from you know other other online stores are available but um amazon obviously uh pond and barrett any sort of health food store okay what i would say is um and I do make them is custom blends so you can blend them together okay that's where you may need to see a practitioner to advise you on you know I wouldn't combine all six and go right everyone needs all of those no again they're very tailored and a lot of my clients I might give them three or four as a blend the following month I'll say well actually you don't need that one anymore let's take that one out you know, we won't we won't necessarily replace it with something. It's the idea is to need less things, not keep adding more. Okay. Um, so if one of those things resonated with your listeners, then yeah, great, go out and buy it. And it's four drops four times a day is the minimum dose. You can have more, but that's the minimum dose, either directly on the tongue or in any liquid. There's slightly different homeopathic remedies. You can't really put them in tea and coffee. With this, you can. And that's really helpful, again, for children, you can put it in their water bottle. Nobody has to know that it's in there. Um, and that can be really helpful as well. So. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And how long would you expect someone to uh, take it for? Would you like you to take it forever or until you feel better? No, or... Until you feel better. One of my clients had um, gorse, which is a, I didn't mention this remedy, but it's for when you you feel there's no light at the end of the tunnel. There's no hope left. And she felt herself lift within four hours I think wow yeah so she was like no don't need that anymore and she stopped taking it so it can have quite a quick shift in your emotions um so it depends yeah okay mm-hmm. and thinking about the flower remedies and homeopathy uh, this might be a bit of a stretch for some people but can you tell us how it works really how homeopathy works yeah do, is it totally different to the flower remedies do they yes yeah, yeah. it is so the, the back flower remedies are physical so you know we spoke about walnut you know they would get some walnut flowers it's all made from flowers mm. um they would get some of the walnut flowers they tend to then put them into either dew water or fresh spring water and they put put them in a great big bowl hopefully in in full sunlight so that that water is then picking up the energy of the flowers. And it is a very physical remedy that's made from that. Mm-hmm. Homeopathy is an energy medicine. So it's more similar to Reiki or acupuncture. Okay. So that may be something that people have experienced, but it's, we take normal substances. We have three kingdoms, the animal kingdom, the mineral kingdom, and the plant kingdom, <laughs> completely blank. Uh, we make a mother tincture and we then super dilute that. So we've diluted it from the physical level into the energetic level. And that's the bit where, you know, quote unquote, the scientists say, oh, you've super diluted, there's nothing left. And it's like, well, yes, you could argue it's a placebo effect, 
of which that is 24%, so it's not to be sniffed at. And it doesn't explain why it works on newborn babies or animals. Mm. There is, you know, it, in India, they've done studies. They're now calling it nanomedicine because the water has the water molecules have memory, basically, and they remember the original substance as they go through. So when you take a homeopathic remedy, it's like taking an energetic imprint or uh, mm. medicine to work on your own energy. Yeah, so we call it the vital force. Other people call it chi or prana, but it is your own energy that you have. And the remedy is not doing the healing. The remedy is sending an energetic email to your body saying, can you just fix this? And if it has the resources to do so, it will do. Okay. And so uh, can you tell us about some of the remedies that work quite well for assertiveness boundary setting saying I know you um you mentioned them just earlier yeah so it's the ones I mentioned before um lycopodium for example um lycopodium is a plant it's club moss but when dinosaurs roamed the earth it was a huge tree and so we call it doctrine of signatures where the plant actually remembers what it was like it used to be a big tree but now it's a tiny little moss that grows on rocks and things so the caricature of a lycopodium person is they're meek and mild at work it's the yes sir no sir three bags full to the boss but they come home and shout at the wife and children right so you have this kind of duality of they can be quite cowardly you know we would call them lily livered and it is a huge liver remedy as well um they're quite gassy um, but they have a lot of self-doubt. They don't have a lot of self-esteem, self-confidence, this sort of thing. Um, it's also in the name, like a podium, they don't like being on stage. Right. They have a big one for stage fright. They don't want to be on a stage and be in front of people and be observed and this sort of thing. Um, so that's just one of the remedies. Obviously, mm-hmm. there's, there's others and with different reasons as to why. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Okay. And... I mean, I would love to hear about some things that you've seen happen mm. in your practice. Case studies are always my favourite thing to hear about. I love hearing about the transformations and yeah. um, real life stories. Have you got anything you can share with us? Yeah. So one of my clients, um, she came to me. Initially, I was treating one of her sons. She's got three sons. I'm now treating the other son and her. Um her mum had died quite suddenly um, about a year ago, maybe 18 months ago now. Um, and more recently, a very close friend had suddenly died um, who was similar age to her, had young children. She died of cancer. Um, so since having homeopathy and having a few appointments, with, and I mean two or three appointments, it wasn't very much. Um, she said, you know, that she no longer hides her emotions from her husband and she's actually asking for what she needs. Um, you know, Mother's Day came around and she was upset. She was actually able to say, I said, oh, are you upset? He wasn't really understanding that why she would be upset. You've, mm. got, you've got the boys. And she's like, yes, but my mum has passed away. Mm. Um, she actually said, I am upset and I need a hug. So that was huge for her mm. to actually ask for what she needed. She'd done a lot more journaling. Um, her bowels had improved. She was actually craving healthy foods where she was craving, you know, salty foods or sort of sugary foods before. And she said, I'm a new woman. She said, you've unlocked me. Um, 
And she's recognizing and maintaining boundaries with regards to her, you know, in the playground with other mums or friends. And yeah, she's just much, much happier. Whereas before she, uh, would you have said she was a people pleaser or mm. couldn't speak up? Yeah, she. I think it was more the couldn't speak up. Mm. Um, I think her sister-in-law is quite a strong character and says certain things. And she would sort of try and make something a joke that actually my client felt was not really very funny. And she had the strength to actually say, I don't find that funny. Can you please not bring that up again? Mm, um, lovely. Was, yeah. She was really sort of, I don't want this, you know, um, whereas before she would have just got irritated, kept it all inside. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then it's the classic passive aggressive person, passive person. Oh, it's only a joke, you know, and, but mm-hmm. when you're actually feeling hurt by it mm-hmm. and is it just like, so with that lady, was it just like literally a, a switch flicked and she was just different? She just. Yeah, I think it, it definitely for her it was fairly quick and I wouldn't say it always happens like that Mm. for her she you know the change did feel like day and night she said oh my god you know my bowels are better which obviously going to make you know she was quite constipated as well um she's got three young boys who are at school and obviously take up a lot of her time um but I think it was when you give a remedy you never know what that person is going to express with it. We hope that it will be the healthy version of that caricature. And for her, it was a lot of people have said it feels like coming home to themselves or I feel like me. Mm-hmm. And I've experienced that because I'm still a homeopathic patient myself. Um, when I take my what we call constitutional remedy or your own personality remedy, you do just feel more more you. It's really hard to explain and I think for her, because she'd never had it, um, she just, yeah, came home to herself and was able to ask for what she needed, knowing that that is truly what she needed, rather than trying to hide it by, you know, societal pressure or mm. what she thought she should be doing. Mm. Or shouldn't be very weepy or I shouldn't be very needy or asking for a hug or this sort of thing. And again, putting her needs towards the bottom of the list. Mm. so that's authenticity as well isn't it it's like I love the, what you say about coming home to yourself that's that's yeah. the work that I, I like to do and it's removing the conditioning of what you feel you should be doing and yeah. you just are you yeah how cool another chap who um he was he was an older gentleman he's in his 70s he came to me um for sort of social anxiety that sort of thing um and he had quite a large growth like a fleshy growth on his external throat area Mm -hmm. and he was also quite when he would come in he was sort of quite rounded shoulders and would sort of keep his eyes on the table he was very sort of closed off in his body language as well um so we started working on this growth with the homeopathy it took a while but it started to get smaller and shrink more recently um and i have shared this obviously on my socials um it got to a point where it was so small, but more importantly, he had the confidence to go back to his doctor and say, actually, can I have this removed? When it was larger, I, I don't think he had the confidence, but also they were concerned that it was um, too big and obviously connected his throat and they were concerned, you know, we don't want to cause damage, this sort of thing. And his face when he came through the door to say look Nida I've had it removed it's gone it was just shining it was mm. so happy 
But the reason the growth was there to begin with is throat chakra stuff, which is throat chakra is all about being heard and speaking your truth. And for years, he had, he's recently retired. For years, he was in a job where he wasn't able to do that. And so this, you know, the large fleshy growth that, you know, manifested on, on the outside of his throat, I believe, was an expression of that. And did he come to you for the fleshy growth or for the social anxiety? No, for the social anxiety. I, I think that's amazing in itself that an, an older gentleman mm. had the the wherewithal to think, I'm going to address that. Yeah, he'd been he'd come as a recommendation, mm-hmm. um, and he does um, he does practice yoga and Buddhism, so mm-hmm. you know perhaps he's more open minded that way. Mm-hmm. But um, the social anxiety and the first time I heard him laugh was amazing because mm-hmm. you see that change, you can see the person opening up in front of you. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas the first time he came, he was sat with his elbows on the desk and his head in his hands, and you know really closed off and. Mm-hmm. You know, if someone was to look at him, they would say, God, he looks really sad or depressed. Um, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, another gentleman would lose his voice. Excuse me, not lose his voice. It would go up and down like a choir boy every winter. And again, okay. when he moved from that job, it didn't happen anymore. He had, you know, antibiotics and all of this every winter didn't help. And I said, but what was happening in that job? And he said he was in charge of a team of people where he was the leader and he said, right, I need you to do X, Y, Z. And they were, they didn't really want to just listen and do what he said. They were, oh, well, what about this? And what about this? And it wasn't that sort of situation. He just needed them to do, you know, he wasn't disrespecting them. He just needed mm-hmm. them to do the job. And so again, he wasn't being heard and he wasn't, even though he was speaking his truth. So his throat, his vote, his voice would go up and down like a choir boy every winter when he was at that job. So this is a separate gentleman. Um, the last, oh, sorry, the, the first gentleman should have said, um, he also had nausea and an odd feeling um, sort of in the centre, you know, where your uh, breastbone or sort of just below where your solar plexus is, solar plexus chakra, okay? And that is associated with a sense of self and who you are. So one of the remedies I gave him was the color yellow, which is associated with the solar plexus chakra. And that nausea and that odd feeling went away. Wow. Yeah. So how long would you, how long did you see him in total? So I'm still seeing him because Mm -hmm. um, even though we're finished, our work together finished, we worked together for about 18 months. And, you know, I said, I'm ready to sign you off now. And he said, he lives alone. He's an old gentleman. I think mm-hmm. he comes for a chat, which is very mm-hmm. sweet. Um, but he said, no, I'd like to still come for maintenance. So he comes every three months now just to kind mm-hmm. of have a chat and see. But the social anxiety took, I'm going to say six, seven months, maybe okay. slightly longer, um, because it's low and slow. I don't, a bit like losing weight. There's no point losing mm-hmm. stone over two weeks and then putting it all back on again. It's the mm-hmm. one or two pounds loss per week and keeping it off. So it's mm. making the change and then maintaining it. Mm. So. And like in our sort of silver bullet, quick fix mentality, you know, that might sound like a lot, but actually in your life and once it's done, you'd be like, well, that that was amazing. That, you know, uh, yes. six months, I'd give six months any day of the week to have this fixed. Yeah. And are there anything that you've noticed where... um because I think it takes a special kind of awareness 
to think I want to sort out my boundaries or my people pleasing. Mm. Whereas people are much more keen to say, oh, well, you know, this rash is really bothering me or that my backache is really bothering me. Have you noticed I know we talked about throats, but is there anything else that you've noticed where people come to see you for one reason and then they end up having something emotional fixed as a, as a, as a what's the word, a side effect or a yeah, byproduct? As, as a result, yeah. So mm. quite often the root cause is emotional. That's the mm. thing. And I think making those connections for people is when they have their light bulb moment. So another case study that I had was a young lady, 16, 17, who um, had eczema, which was presenting on her throat and her chest area. And it was sort of following her bra line and going around her upper back. And she didn't attribute the emotional. She just purely saw it as physical. You know, why is this mm. happening? Um, it was sort of going up onto her face and beautiful young lady was going to, you know, weddings and this sort of thing. And she didn't want eczema being quite unsightly on her face um we look back at her timeline age zero to five age five to ten what happened and between the ages of 13 and 16 quite a few traumatic things had happened to her and I said you do realize oh no no I've dealt with all of these I said well clearly your body has not so age 13 she had a boyfriend who was not approved by the family and lots of hiding and then they got found out it was all big hullabaloo um she was involved in a car accident where she was strapped in and so was her younger brother who was only eight but the car ended up rolling and going and landing on the roof so really quite scary um she said oh I had whiplash I said "Mm, a bit more than whiplash (laughs) um her beloved grandfather passed away and he made a big fuss of all the grandchildren she was really close to him and she within the space of a week she'd moved from Dubai to here um to continue her education to do her A-levels living with family but at the airport her mum was had a, almost like a breakdown she was crying and shouting and all of these things at her daughter and the dad was saying you're you're going to be late go, get on the plane oh go my go. goodness how- so all, all and then she's then sat on the plane sort of dealing with all of this and then you know coming from Dubai to here and just so much stuff um and then funnily enough she landed and her eczema started and I said well your eczema could have presented anywhere on the body but it's chosen your, you know, the throat and the chest area. And I said, in Chinese medicine, the skin, the lungs and the bowels are different sides of the same triangle. And the emotion is grief. I said, your body is beautifully showing us this is the part of the body that needs healing. It's mm-hmm. your lungs. Why is your eczema presenting on your lung area? So that's what we, that's what I prescribed on. And mm-hmm. she got better. We got to 90%, but then she had to do her A-levels. So we didn't quite finish um but her periods got better as well mm. so yeah that's cool I think it, it it does sound like such a fantastic therapy that getting people through the door for their physical issues but you treat the emotional cause because yeah it, we're just not uh open yet here to put the emotional well, perhaps my perhaps my listeners are, but um, the vast majority of people want to get their physical things fixed, don't they? Yeah, yeah. And it it is. It yes, we're talking about it more, but again, conventional medicine doesn't. You know, they would say, well, that's her eczema's got nothing to do with all those things that have happened. Mm. Uh, yes, it has. Mm. 
can't ignore the emotional side of things that it's going to affect our bodies. Mm. Of course it does. We're, mm. we're mind, body and spirit. We're not mm. Robocop where you cut off one arm and then you just replace it or mm. go to the ENT department and the cardiology department and, you know, the dermatology department and none of them talk to each other. We are a one human being. So we have to be treated as, you know, as one unit. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And I always used to use the analogy that, um, you know, if someone walked into the room and perhaps they were carrying a knife and you thought they were going to kill you, mm. you would feel a massive flush in your body. Your heart would go crazy. Your palms would start sweating. Mm-hmm. Someone's just walked through the door, yet you are having a physical change. So, you mm. know, thought, yeah. situation affects you physically. Yeah. And and Bruce Lipton, he's um, Dr. Bruce Lipton, he proved this, where they removed the nucleus of a cell and the proteins on the outside still responded to external stimuli. And those external stimuli are your thoughts. Mm. So, I mean, he, he did a one hour lecture on YouTube and he was sort of holding pipe parts and sort of trying to explain it. You know, the proteins, it was, it was quite, you know, it's quite good. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, yes, our thoughts are telling every single cell what to do. Um, hugely powerful. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. Well, I hope that uh, through us talking about it, we've helped spread the word a bit more. Um, can people use homeopathy, homeopathy themselves or do they? Because, I mean, I've seen the remedies and stuff for sale, as you say, in Holland and Barrett. Mm. Is that irresponsible to go and just buy some and just go, I think I need that? Or does that help? Or Yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't call it irresponsible. No, it's they're selling it because there's obviously demand. Um what I would say is if you're treating yourself, it would be for mo- what I call minor ailments. So things you would go to the pharmacy for, you know, you've got a splinter, you've got a sore throat, um, you know, you've pulled your muscle. That's things that are niggly, annoying, probably would go away in two weeks if you didn't do anything at all. But obviously they're painful or annoying mm-hmm. in the meantime or conjunctivitis or this sort of thing. Um, and yes, there's lots of remedies for those and they work very quickly without side effects and even if you get give the wrong remedy the worst thing that will happen is nothing Mm -hmm. um but if it is a chronic condition so something i would classify as you've been suffering for more than two weeks quite often months or years so things like eczema arthritis you know anxiety all of these sorts of things then yes you need to see a trained homeopath um yeah and what about so if people did identify that they had a lack of boundaries or you know they were uncomfortable saying no is that something that you think you could they could treat themselves possibly with the back flower remedies that we mentioned but mm. i would say no for homeopathy um okay. i wouldn't want to and it would be irresponsible of me to say oh well, you just need to go and take this because mm-hmm the strengths that are available over the counter for homeopathy are 30c or 6c the ones i would give for mental emotional things are 1m upwards so that's a thousand c upwards um yeah i i wouldn't it would be irresponsible of me to recommend that mm-hmm. i just need to go and take this without then having the support and follow up mm-hmm. with them okay okay that's interesting all right well i mean that's been fascinating and um i've learned a lot i'm off to amazon to buy some back flower remedies (laughs) um 
So I'm sure that uh, people will want to find out more about you and what you do. What's the best way to find people? Where do you hang out? So I'm very active on Instagram. So homeopathic underscore harmony. Um, lots of reels, lots of top tips, bad jokes on my stories. <laughs> uh, yeah. And um, my website is homeopathicharmony.co.uk. So again, there's lots of videos on there and um, lots of blogs. So I have got, um, I do a blog a month. There is one on panic attacks and anxiety. There's one on grief. There's a whole section on, on mental health, mm. mental health ebook as well. So that's an immediate download. So all of my top tips in one place um, and can be used by adults and children as well. So, okay. And you also sell some homeopathic remedies and bits and pieces, don't you? I do. So we were talking about the minor ailments that you can buy the remedies yourself. So I have um, my blue kit. So that is, I think every household in England should have one. Um, it's basically a homeopathic first aid kit. So you can have all of these things. It comes with a little booklet explaining it. Um, I also have a digital course that teaches you so you can learn about those remedies in a bit more detail. And it's basically empowering you to heal yourself and your family. And you will have success. I know you will. Mm -hmm. um, and it's just, I mean, I've had my kit for about 14 years and there's still what I turn to when my children are ill. I don't get the books out. I get the kits and within 10 minutes it's sorted and right night night off to bed. Mm -hmm. so it's just, yeah, wonderful to see. Mm -hmm. okay sounds awesome well I'll put a link in the show notes to your website so if people want to have a look they can well um thank you so much for uh talking to me today it's been very enlightening um and yeah well I will see you on Instagram soon thanks for having me Melanie cheers Pleasure.